not all entrepreneurs are created equal. I believe that all entrepreneurs sit broadly within one of three P different categories. And in today's episode, we're going to go through what they are so that you can figure out which one you are and what strategy you need to follow to thrive according to your type. One, two, So the big question is this, how do people-driven business owners like us create businesses we're proud of, businesses that work for our employees, for our customers, and for us, businesses that can be profitable without straining or draining the owner? That's the question that we'll be answering on the Better Happy podcast. So I've had the pleasure of being a business owner myself and experiencing the challenges that business throws at you and going through my own personal development journey. But also over the last eight, nine years, I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of entrepreneurs and different business leaders. I've not only had the opportunity to do that through Better Happy in a direct one-to-one coaching environment and development environment, but before this business, I owned a gym and the gym was a coached facility. So not the kind of gym where you turn up and go and do some weights on your own and then and then go home. It was the kind of gym where you turn up and you have a coached, facilitated session by me or my coaching team. And many of the clients I had in the gym were business owners and business partners. So uh, I had over 5,000 hours of coaching in that business and worked with tons and tons of business owners. So over the last eight, nine years, I've had a really good insight into the mind, stresses, challenges, and excitement of different entrepreneurs. And what I've recognized over the time is these three different categories. And I'm going to give you some examples of each today, but also help you understand the strategies that each one of those should use and hopefully give you some insight onto which one you are. So I roughly put these into three P categories. So the first one is the profit driven entrepreneur. So this is the business owner who's clearly focused on the finances and they tend to have a very good business head on them. They tend to have, um, less struggles in the earlier stages of business and they tend to get traction quicker and they tend to be less uh, emotionally swayed by the challenges of business, shall we say. But they've got their disadvantages as well. Then you've got the purpose-driven business owner. So this is the business owner who is driven by, as the name suggests, a purpose, making the world better, making some kind of difference in the world um, and in people's lives. And then you've got, similar to the purpose-driven, you've got the people-driven business owner. And this is the business owner who's super focused on using their business to influence and positively impact the lives of others. And that's not just the customers, but their employees as well. So we all broadly fall into one of those three categories. I would say for me, I am a purpose-driven business owner, um, closely followed by the people-driven and have been working hard on making sure that my profit drive is actually higher. So you, you, you might feel like you don't sit directly in one, but I can guarantee you'll have one that is your preference. So when we know what our preference is, we can understand the strengths of that preference, the weaknesses of that preference, and how to uh, amplify the strengths and offset the negatives, offset offset the weaknesses. So what I'm going to start with is the profit-driven entrepreneur, because this is something that I didn't understand until I spent a lot of time and money on mentors and coaches. And what I realized from some of the most successful and least stressed entrepreneurs is that a lot of them are profit-driven. Now, this doesn't mean, by the way, that they don't care about people and that they don't care about purpose. They do. They, they, they usually do, not always. But it means that they are very clear on and very focused on the fact that owning and growing a business is heavily reliant on being profitable. 
And in fact, what's the point in doing it if it's not profitable? So when I started my first business, I was a very naive, uh, non-experienced business owner. And I still am now really in comparison to many of these lifelong entrepreneurs. Um, but when I started that first business, I was driven by the purpose, which I believe is is, is right, by the way. None of these are right or wrong. Um, so I was driven by the purpose, driven by the desire to make the world a better place and to make people's lives better. And I heavily neglected the profit side of the business. In fact, I probably had some confidence issues around it and some self-belief issues around money. So I told myself the, the money side of the business doesn't really matter. And that's a massive mistake because if you just want to make the world better and you're not bothered about making money, business is not the is not the way to go. The, the way to go is charity. And ironically, even if you have a charity, you're still going to end up having to do components of business because nothing can run without money, right? So even if you own a charity, you're going to have to do fundraising and bring in bring in income so you'll end up doing the same things anyway but but if you don't want to if you're just 100 i'm not focused on money and i've got no interest in it then uh, business is the wrong place for you so if you're listening to this and you look yeah i'm not a profit driven uh, profit driven business owner what you're going to have to work on is coaching yourself to create a healthier relationship with the profit side of the business if you want to make a difference in people's lives if you want to make a difference to a cause you have to prioritize profits businesses can't work without them not long term anyway Anyway, back to the kids. So, so the profit-driven business owner is is heavily focused on the money. And the pros of that are they're going to be very good at systems, very good at um, processes, very good at prioritizing profit, which makes a, good, a business grow and bringing in the money that it needs to survive and thrive. The, the cons of the, and, and they tend to, by the way, get much better traction in the first kind of one to 10 years of business because they're focused on the thing that matters, which is the money. You know, the money is the oxygen in the business. Now, what the profit-driven business owner has to be cautious of is that there is a risk that the over-focus on growing the business might come at the expense of, and growing the profits can come at the expense, obviously, of the purpose and the people. So you might end up struggling more in the longevity piece, okay? So we might need to bring in consultants, bring in specialists, bring in the right team to make sure that our purpose and people are prioritized and not forgotten in the pursuit of profit but profit will keep people happy for a long time right if there's money to pay people then um then the chances are you know and people don't like to admit this but the chances are that people are going to be happier for longer if there's healthy wages coming in um i say people don't like to admit this we like to think that it's not all about money and that you know if we create the right culture and and um we have a strong enough purpose that money doesn't matter and, and the truth is it does matter uh but, but purpose and culture will attract good people but if you're not paying them the basics or above you know what above way above the average and what they need to kind of survive and thrive you're always going to have people issues anyway so uh, the, the profit-driven business owner will get that fast traction initially and and they're going to attract people because they're bringing money and it's exciting they're going to create growth but they do in the long run have a tendency to uh, potentially depending on how much on the profit side they sit neglect the people or the purpose Although a very smart business owner ultimately links the profit to people and purpose as well. That's where we want to get to. Uh, so next in line then we have the uh, purpose-driven business owner. So the purpose-driven business owner has a cause, a thing that they want to make better. And it's not necessarily people, although it probably will influence people. So for me, I'm very philosophical. I, you know, Everything I talk about is helping people thrive, helping entrepreneurs thrive, helping their teams thrive. But 
I wouldn't actually class myself as a people-driven business owner. I, I am, I would say, second, though, to a higher cause. And my cause is very philosophical. It comes from my experiences of traveling and living on monasteries, studying Buddhism, having you know rough experiences in the army. My purpose is actually making the world a better place by improving happiness. Now, that might sound woolly to you, but I, I, I believe in my vision. I believe in my mission. And I believe that the workplace is the key to improving health and happiness in the modern world and that for people to be healthy and happy in their workplaces we need to have great businesses and for us to have great businesses we need healthy happy business owners so although i everything i do is about helping people for me it's actually for a higher purpose which is making the world uh, happier and the pros of the purpose-driven entrepreneur is they're gonna have tons of energy uh, they're gonna attract the right people because people are really as i mentioned attracted to to a, to a purpose um and that business is really going to have the the legs and the story to stand the test of time because a purpose really doesn't die if you think about oxfam you know that's who we probably refer to when we think of purpose just that's one of the top ones that comes to mind and their and their vision is to rid the world of poverty or to, to for no person to be hungry so this is a vision that will always be well hopefully not but will probably be pursued for, for the rest of time because humans create inequality it's just what we do now the negatives of the purpose driven business owner same as the people driven business owner is they potentially might neglect profits and i did this in, in business number one right so i'm so focused on the purpose and making the world a better place and i've got so much self-belief in what i'm doing that i avoid the profit piece i avoid the systems that will drive to that and you also fall into this guilty trap of not charging what you're worth and um not pursuing the financially lucrative opportunities because you're telling yourself you know this is all for a good cause it's all going to work out it's not how the world works it's not how business works if you if you if you want your business to survive and thrive and you want it to be great and you want to really make a difference in that purpose that you're focused on you've got to make money so one of the key things that the purpose and people-driven businesses need that entrepreneurs need to do is coach themselves on seeing how the profit piece is essential to the purpose piece so if you're really focused on like how the world's going to be better and, and how you're going to change things you're probably a purpose-driven entrepreneur that's very good but you have the tendency to potentially neglect neglect profits and potentially neglect people and what we mean by that is you can be so focused on the the end cause that maybe you're not spending enough time with your team um, and giving your team the, the love nurture and support they need to um, survive and thrive in those roles so that's that and then the next case is the people-driven business owner and the people-driven business owner entrepreneur is they they're they're in business for uh, the opportunity to change people's lives as a business owner that i work with who is just textbook this right everything that he does is to improve the lives of his team and, and give his customers this this incredible level of service and he does it he lives and breathes it so the people-driven business owner uh, will be really driven by helping people which is great again it's all good for business right that we want to help people but the risk of the people driven business owner is again potentially neglecting profits to try and please people and also just not putting the structure in place to help the business grow in order to try and keep people comfortable or to keep people happy and ultimately we can run the risk of stagnating the growth of the business and the entrepreneur because we're just trying to keep the people that we've already got on it happy and that's a mistake and a challenge. So if you're a people-driven business owner, again, you've got to go through some mindset shifts. And what you've got to do is convince yourself that 
and coach yourself that profit's important for happiness for your people and growth is important for the happiness of your people. So again, it's it's the same process. It's just recognizing that, okay, I'm a people-driven entrepreneur. I really want to keep my team happy. I really want to give them a great lifestyle. I really want to keep my customers happy. But if I'm not putting pressure on my team to grow and to develop, that's going to come to the hindrance of the business. If I'm not charging my customers what they need to be paying for us to deliver the level of service that we desire that's going to come to the to the hindrance of the business and both of those things can happen because you're trying to look after people i don't want to charge my clients more you know i want to try and appeal to everybody it doesn't work i don't want to stress my team i want to keep them happy and comfortable it doesn't work so we need to create an environment of growth for our people and we need to not try and this is maybe a hard thing for, for us to grapple if we're a people-driven business owner but we need to accept that we can't help everybody so if I return to the to my first business as an example, um, if I when I first opened it, it was I want to help everybody, driven by the purpose. And I remember talking to somebody, a business coach at the time, and I was very young and naive at the time. And they're like, "Well, you can't appeal to everybody, can you?" And I was like, "Well, why not? Why can't I help everybody? Everybody wants to be healthier. Everybody wants to be fitter. Everybody needs more community in their lives." And then it took me, you know, a few years to realize that, but only some people are willing to spend the amount of money that they need to spend to get the level of service. And then you start to realize, okay, I can't help everybody. And some people want that level of service. Some people want to go and do dance exercise or just go to a gym on their own. So you do come to this reality that you can't help everybody. And the better you get at understanding that, the better you can help the people that you really do want to serve. I was reading an example in uh, 10X is better than easier than 2X from um, uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan recently. And they talk about a guy in America that owns, I can't remember the name of the business, but it's a... Uh, a subscription magazine highly recommend the book by the way a subscription magazine for people in america that own handguns and want to know more about how to use them in self-defense and so on and so forth gun culture in america and he started this magazine at uh, a subscription of um i think 49 dollars. and for that they got uh, the, the magazine every six weeks and some other perks with it and they'd step back from the business and decided that they wanted to provide a much higher level of service they wanted to provide training membership cards annual events or quarterly events uh, insurance included on the membership and they wanted to do that for their diehard subscribers so they decided to change the price in order to to provide this level of service from 49.99 dollars per year to 200 so you know um do the maths 100 percent to three three four hundred percent increase whatever it is i'm terrible at maths as you can tell but uh dyslexic with that but you know it's a, a significant increase um so to go from 49.99 per year to 200 dollars per year they lost half of their customers straight away but they were still profitable that's a separate story but they've been able to grow and grow and go because instead of just trying to please everybody and being a cheap all-encompassing price that can bring more in they, start, they decided they wanted to help people that wanted a higher level of service, a higher level of support, and they needed to charge for more of that. And by charging more for that, they cut out people that didn't want that level of service. So I think for the people-driven business owner, one of the hardest challenges you face is accepting that you can't help everybody and that by trying to help everybody and keep everybody comfortable, I say happy because I don't want to say happy because I believe that happiness isn't comfort. It's, it's growth and often that is uncomfortable and stressful. Um, but by trying to keep everybody comfortable and trying to please everybody, you're going to hinder the growth of your business. So that's it in a nutshell. And what we need to do is recognize which one we are, utilize the strengths. That's if you're the people-driven business owner, utilize those strengths, right? Attract people, bring the best people in, nurture them, create an incredible environment. But 
offset your weaknesses that might come with that. Now, some people might be more balanced across the three. Some people might be more extreme in one than the other. So try and get clear on which one you think you are. Are you a purpose-driven, profit-driven, or people-driven entrepreneur? Uh, try and get clear on how extreme you are of them. So do you think you're extremely one thing and that might come to the neglect of the others? And then lean into your strengths, utilize that more and more and more, but also be really clear on what the weaknesses are that come with that and try to offset them with strategies and the right people that can look after that part of the business for you. Remember, life and business are better happy.